Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of On a Water Break in Rhinestones. I'm the host, Lexi Duda, and today I have Clemson feature twirler Anna White with me. Hi, Anna. Thank you for joining me. Hi, Lexi. Thank you so much for having me. Let's dive right into it. So you've been twirling for a long time. Tell everybody a little bit about your journey. So I started twirling when I was two years old. So it's been a very long journey. (laughs) Um, I got into twirling because I was adopted from Kazakhstan at 10 months old. And the doctors told my parents that since I had um, underdeveloped muscles and bones, that something like dance or something with a lot of movement would really help me kind of develop those muscles and bones. Mm -hmm. So my mom actually used to twirl with my coach, Annette Sylvester. So she kind of had that connection there for me to go ahead and start twirling. And ever since then, it's just never stopped. So So it's a perfect connection from the start. Yes, exactly. (laughs) That's awesome. So you grew up um, in Ohio, but you go to Clemson. So how... One, how did you even decide on Clemson? Because that's like, you know, more than just an hour or two drive away if you needed something. So how did you um, ultimately decide on Clemson? So honestly, when I was first looking at schools, obviously I wanted to be an animal science pre-vet major because I love animals. And that was always my first priority whenever I started looking at colleges. And then I always thought that I was going to go to a Midwestern or Northern school just because I grew up in Ohio. And that's kind of just what I thought my pathway was going to be. And then I visited Clemson my junior year of high school and I immediately fell in love with it. And it ended up lining up perfectly with when the feature twirler spot was going to be open. So honestly, I would just say that the stars aligned because they had a great college for veterinary science and they also just had a great twirling position and an amazing marching band. So honestly, the stars just aligned. (laughs) So what's crazy about that is temperature wise, like that's a big difference from where you're coming. Like, cause you taught in high school, right? Yes, I did. So when you guys taught in high school, when you taught in high school, was it more of, um, with the band kind of like what you do now collegiate wise, or was it a little bit different? Um, it was pretty much close to the same. So for the past four years, I can't even believe I'm saying that for the past four <laughs> years, I have been, um, a lone feature, just one. So it was kind of a change because I used to twirl uh, in a feature twirler position with Kylie Cates. And uh, that was awesome. And it was very similar to collegiate twirling. So kind of that transition into collegiate twirling, um, my coaches set me up really well for that from high school to collegiate twirling. And then this year I have another feature with me. So I feel like it's kind of going back to my roots, which is a lot of fun kind of helping, uh, her name's Sophia Lutz. It's really fun kind of helping her learn her way into the Clemson feature twirler spot. Cause I know when I was a freshman, I really needed something like that. So I'm happy that I'm there to guide her. Especially cause I feel like your first year is always like, you're like, what is going on? I always think about like the first year of twirling anywhere. You're just kind of like soaking in the experience. You don't really know what to expect. Even if you've gone mm-hmm. to a game or whatever, you don't exactly know what to expect when it comes to the twirling aspect of it. And then like five year later years, you're like, okay, I got it down at this point. Like I know the yeah. ins and the outs. So it's like the first year is definitely the most fun to kind of share it with people. But what I was going to say was when you're twirling in high school, like you're in Ohio. So you probably experienced some snowy games, right? Our last home game. I have such a vivid memory of it. It was sleeting. I am not kidding. Oh my it gosh. Wasn't snow. 
it was sleet. And I remember <laughs> the girl I was twirling with the whole line and I were like, are we throwing our tricks? Are we not throwing our tricks? What are we doing? And my coach was like, you go out there and you throw those tricks because if you end up at a Northern school, your, your games are going to mostly be That's like true. this. So I, I went out there and I did all my tricks. I don't know how, I swear my whole body was numb, but then coming to Clemson, um, my freshman year, we had one of the hottest games on record. It was 107 degrees at that game. Oh my gosh. So it I was could not complete, imagine. It was the complete opposite. So honestly, I have just like acclimated from like- I was going to say, like, how did you adjust like from the beginning? Because you're so, for such a long time, you were used to the cold sleet. You got used to that. Mm-hmm. Within the one yeah. game. How did you really change it around for the hot games? Because even- before the hot games, you have band camp for a whole week where you're outside most of the time. How mm-hmm. did how long did you feel like it took before you got really used to the heat? Honestly, the first week of band camp my freshman year really wiped me out. I feel like a <laughs> lot of twirlers can probably relate. But honestly, having that and kind of learning from the other girls who were on the team at the time, who some of them were also from the North. So it was kind of easy okay. to get advice and get tips from them on how to, yeah. you know, stay hydrated breathe while you're twirling, like, you know, don't lock your knees, all that kind of stuff. (laughs) It was nice having them there to give some advice. Game wise, what has been, do you remember like one of your hottest games that you've had to experience and figuring out how to kind of twirl through that? Or I guess like crazy weather, because I feel like I've seen you guys have some crazy rain games. Yes. So it was actually during COVID years. So okay. College game day came to Clemson for the Clemson versus Miami game. And we showed up for college game day because we were still able to kind of participate in that, which was nice. And keep in mind, we all had masks on, obviously, because it was COVID year. (laughs) And we got there, literally started pouring down rain, like thunder lightning. And we had masks on that were cloth. So it was like pretty much just like suction. (laughs) Yes. Oh, my gosh. At the time when it started pouring, all the cameras were on us. So it was like, you can't really, you know. You just have to smile. You just have to like (laughs) smile and keep going, keep dancing around, you know. I love clubs and, you know, all that. So that was definitely like a memory that sticks in my head weather-wise for sure. But no no other crazy game like weather-wise yet, I should say. You still got a, a lot of your season left. Some knock yes. on wood, nothing too Yeah, wild. the last, our home opener was really hot as well because we got lucky with weather last year. It was kind of mm-hmm. mild. It was still hot because it is South Carolina. But yeah. this last game, it was up there. It was probably like high 90s. So it was, okay. Whew, I was sweating <laughs> a lot. Yeah, I couldn't. That's always the worst. And like for people that are listening and don't like fully understand, when it gets hot and you get sweaty, the batons can go flying. And that's like, Mm -hmm. I think the scariest part, because sometimes you just don't have the control over it. And you're like, okay, let me back like 20 yards up from the band because I don't want my baton to go flying at all. Yes. (laughs) I always warn, I always warn all the band members that are in like, you know, 10 yard, 15 yard radius of the just watch out because I sometimes you just don't know exactly. Sometimes you have no idea what's going to go. And I'm like, I'm promise, like, I am in. I try to be the most in control, but there are times where the weather just takes it from me and yes. I can't help it. Um, <laughs> okay. So you said that you were a pre-vet major, correct? Yes. So what, when you graduate, what would you like mm-hmm. to do with that? So for now, I think this past summer, I got to intern at a wildlife rehabilitation center and I just 
had the best time. I worked with some of the best people that were all super passionate about animals like I am. So I yeah. think I'm going to take a couple years just to kind of get into the, uh, the real world, kind of have a job yeah. for a little bit. And then hopefully Clemson is developing a vet school right now. And it should oh, okay. open in 2025, I think. So I'm hoping that I'll be able to apply when that opens. So kind of take yeah. a little break from school, you know, kind of get yes. some things together, be in the real world, and then try and apply for vet school in the future. That sounds really cool, though, because you would still be doing, like, you'd still be around what you want to do in yeah. the long term and everything. So that would be yeah, really cool to get the experience going and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can always finish up school, but it's definitely cool to still like keep with what you want to do. Um, yeah. That's awesome. Okay. So going, going back to football a little bit, what do you have any pregame post game traditions that your band likes to do that you love to like the either the twirlers do because also you have a line with you too so it's not just you two features you have a whole line as well so between the band traditions the twirler traditions do you have any favorites to get out so probably one of my favorite band traditions i feel like every college twirler agrees with this but pregame is just probably the best just the the most fun and most exhilarating part of game day for me yeah there's one specific part of our pregame where we make uh a tunnel where the team can run down and uh-huh. ESPN calls it the most exciting 25 seconds in college football. <laughs> so uh, the feature twirler gets the privilege to be able to stand on the 50 in the middle of the field. And I get a uh-huh. great view of seeing Dabo and the players touch Howard's rock before they come down. And oh, I also cool. get a great view of the whole stadium. So it's really just, I remember freshman year when I first was in that position and I saw that for the first time, I knew like, this is where I'm meant to be. It was kind yeah. of one of those movie moments. So that's just something yeah. that comes to mind when I think about some of my favorite game day traditions. Hey everyone, it's Ashley from On Our Water Break. And while you're getting to know some amazing twirlers with our host, Lexi Duda, there's a whole other show happening each week with tons of hosts from all over the marching arts activities, which includes winds, percussion, color guard, and twirling. So join me and all my friends to talk about all the things you and your friends are talking about on a water break. Now back to Lexi. So now you've done your first game like as a freshman and then you've done your mm-hmm. last first game so between the two <laughs> between yeah. the two, what do you think did you have any thoughts like a you thought back on it or do you have a favorite between the two because I feel like it could go either way on which game would have been your favorite you know what I mean yeah that's a great question um honestly I feel like my last first home game it was just I felt now, since I've been in the position for, you know, four plus years, I just feel so confident in um, myself, a lot more confident than what freshman year Anna was. So I feel yeah. like I could really call Clemson my home now. And yeah. it was just such a bittersweet moment, just, you know, taking all the feelings in, letting myself feel those, but also just knowing that I made the right decision four years ago. Yeah. So uh, probably my last first home game was definitely because that's that's something too. Like, I feel like your first year is kind of 
the scariest in the sense of asking yourself, okay, did I really make the right decision? Like mm-hmm. it's that first part, especially for you, you're so far away from home. Like mm-hmm. it's kind of that in between you're like, I want to make sure that I'm happy. I'm enjoying everything. But like in the end, like, is this really for me? Am I good here for the next four plus years? However it may be. So then like that kind of full circle moment when you get to be like, yeah. okay, yeah. Like I knew that I enjoyed my time here and everything. And it makes it 10 times better looking back and being like, okay, yes. Like I'm excited yeah. now to pass it on to kind of the next yes, person. 100%. Um, so how has that changed for you? So the last four years you've been by yourself, feature trailer wise, now you have Sophia with you. So what would be kind of the difference, say, even like from band camp? Because I know usually as like feature trailer, you're a little bit more on your own during band mm-hmm. camp, I feel like, because the sections have a little bit more to work on together. And you're just yeah. like, okay, I gotta, I gotta practice, but I also like, yeah, <laughs> can make it up myself a little easier than working with people. So how did band camp and just like performances and everything like that change for you this year? So for band camp, it was definitely a big change. Cause like you said, a lot of times when there's uh, one feature and then a line, a lot of times the feature kind of gets separated from the line during band camp. So a lot mm-hmm. of times in the past during band camp, I would feel almost somewhat isolated from the rest yeah. of them just because I would find myself, you know, I already had my pregame set. I already had most of yeah. my halftime routine set. So I would just kind of be alone, not really knowing what to do most of the time. Yep. Having uh, Sophie there with me, it was really a change. And I think it was a change for the better because I honestly have a friend with me now. Yeah. I don't feel like I'm so isolated during band camp, which is really nice. And it's mm-hmm. just been, it's been such a privilege to see her grow throughout the time from when band camp started and from after our first game, mm-hmm. just watching, not just Sophie, but all of the freshmen, it's just been yeah. such a privilege watching all of them, uh, you know, start as those little nervous freshmen who come their yeah. first day of band camp all the way to now, like how much more uh, confidence they have in themselves. has been Cause it's crazy. Like band camp, you don't necessarily know what you're walking into. Like you yeah. do, but you also don't know like the extent of what you're walking into. Yeah. So like definitely even within like a week or two spanned, like you can really see the difference of like, okay, I'm starting to get a grasp on like what I'm supposed to be doing stuff like that, like as a freshman. And then mm-hmm. definitely as time's gone on, like by the end of the season, you're like, okay, like you're not like my little freshman anymore. Like I feel like a mom. I genuinely feel like a mom <laughs> to all these freshmen. So it's been great. I love it. <laughs> what has been your favorite part about having so you had a, a line in high school you said that there was a line as well right yes so and then here as well so what has been kind of like your favorite part about that aspect because not all colleges have lines so like you I feel like sometimes it's a, a little bit of an advantage you have other people that understand stuff mm-hmm. that's going around you and everything so what has been your favorite with having that kind of second built-in family Um, honestly, my favorite part about it has just been that I've grown so close with these girls. I feel like I have literally matured just with them as well. So I think that we Mm -hmm. can relate. Uh, we have a lot of the same issues that we go through with college. You know, a lot of the girls are also far away from home. So one of the Mm -hmm. biggest things that I've dealt with is being homesick. So they could also relate to that. So just Mm -hmm. having that support system to kind of fall back on whenever I was feeling sad or homesick or, you know, whatever the issue was, was so nice to have. I couldn't imagine not having those girls in my life. So Mm -hmm. it's been great having that line as well as another feature. So when it comes to being homesick, what advice would you have? Like, how did you get over it? 
how would you advise like other people? Because I feel like it is very common for twirlers if they're going to twirl in college, they don't always stick around nearby where they grew up or anything. So how did you get over that hump on um, being so far away from home? Uh, I would say one of my biggest pieces of, of advice is to get involved on campus, find things that you can kind of put your mind to other than twirling. I would find other things to do as well that kind of keeps your mind busy and not thinking about it as much. That's kind of what I did. And also mm -hmm. just call home as much as you want. You know, <laughs> I was always so nervous to call my mom because I didn't want to be overbearing. I kind of wanted, you know, that independence, mm -hmm. but I think kind of easing into that and, you know, uh, not having such a drastic change from, you know, being yeah. home with your parents all the time to all of a sudden not being there. Uh, it was just having the ability to call them as much as I needed to. And also yeah. they were able to come to some home games as well. So awesome. it was nice having that as well, being able to see them in between. Yeah. Especially in the fall, I feel like is like the best time um the best opportunity to be able to see like your parents and everything yeah because with like games if they can come down and everything that's kind of the best way to like wrap it into like you know you can come visit like <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> yeah so that's awesome sure. that's awesome so let's talk a little bit about your tryout process so you tried out or uh, what it would have been like four and a half years ago at this yeah. point ish. Yeah. Um, so for the first time, so talk to us a little bit about how the first time went around and every year, did you have to retry out or were you, as long as you were in good standing, offered the position again the next year? So for my freshman year, when I tried out, we had to, for Feature Twirler, we had to submit kind of a compilation video of us twirling one, two, three, and four of a ton. Mm -hmm. There wasn't really uh, many rules kind of uh, integrated into that. But okay. as my time here as Feature Twirler has gone on, it's definitely changed. So for instance, okay. uh, this year, so I've had to retry out every year, but okay. this year we had to submit a down the field routine uh, which uh -huh. is showing a lot of like your traveling tricks and a lot of the, like, you know, that personality in your routine. Uh, we also got to do an individual routine, which I think was two and a half to three minutes long, which showcased one, two, three, four baton. Mm -hmm. And then we also had to do a fire baton routine, which I think oh, is okay. really important because, yeah. you know, one of the biggest, I think one of the biggest parts of being a collegiate twirler is people love fire baton. Yes, so kind of sure. having kind of knowing that the person who is trying out for feature is comfortable with that is definitely important. So we also had to submit yeah. that. And then we also had to submit an interview video. So four okay. videos. <laughs> it's four videos. And then did you have a call back in person? Um, or what was the next steps? Or did they contact you that way? So there's no in-person tryout for feature. This okay. past uh, season, we decided to do Tiger Twirler callbacks so actually okay. the second part of our tiger twirler uh auditions were in person which i think was okay. great because you know you can refilm a video as many times yeah. as you want but kind of having that in-person aspect definitely uh changed things i think for some and people. it's so a different kind of nerves oh yeah for sure so hopefully within the next couple of years we'll be able to also integrate that into the feature twirler tryout process as well Oh, that's awesome. Okay. So mm -hmm. uh, definitely a little different. I always love getting to know how universities do it a little bit different. I think the yeah. twirling fire video, I fire twirling and all that, I think that's great. Um, mm -hmm. Because that's also one of the things that I feel like growing up, if you don't twirl in high school or anything, you're not going to necessarily 
be super comfortable with twirling fire unless you just learn and play with it um like around your house or whatever not in your Mm -hmm. house but like in your backyard (laughs) in the the road in the front of your house or anything like that you're not gonna always be the most comfortable with that so I think that's a really Mm -hmm. a really cool thing to um integrate into like the tryout process and everything Mm -hmm. so for anybody interested in twirling in college in general, or looking into twirling in college, or specifically at Clemson, wanting to twirl there, what would be your best advice for them? Honestly, I feel like this is going to sound really cliche, but it's the first thing that comes to mind is just to (laughs) have confidence in yourself, believe in yourself. Mm -hmm. I feel like all through my high school years and, you know, getting into my junior year where I started looking into colleges, I was so hard on myself. And I wish I could go back now and tell myself then that it was all going to work out in my favor because everything happens for a reason. You're going to end up where you need to end up no matter what journey pathway you take. So I would definitely just say, believe in yourself. Uh, That would be my biggest piece of advice for sure. Because that's something I wish I could have told high school Anna. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. I think in the long run, everything does work out. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's just crazy to think about like, high school when you're everybody's looking at colleges trying to figure out what they want to do when they grow up and everything mm-hmm. and it's okay if you don't know like if you yeah. if you just know the direction you want to go and if you change it 10 times that's okay life mm-hmm. is life like you're not supposed to know what when you're 18 17 18 graduating from high school sure. you're definitely yeah. not going to be the same person when you're yeah. 21 graduating from college 22 so 100%. definitely I wish I agree with that too. Like telling myself back then, just Mm -hmm. relax, kind of enjoy the process, everything like that. Mm -hmm. Um, So is there anything about your school? So if, if I was, say I was curious about going to Clemson, if there was one selling point that you had to sell me on in general, what would you say? I would say that Clemson has an amazing alumni network. I have met so many great uh, alumni here that have helped me in so many ways. And also a cool thing that the alumni kind of help us with is the ring ceremony where you get your Mm -hmm. class ring once you hit 90 credit hours. And it's honestly, I would almost argue that it's a bigger deal than graduation. Uh, The (laughs) ring ceremony is just such a ceremonial thing. And I'm actually wearing my ring right now. So um, I love it. It's it's cool because I am the first Clemson alum from my family. So if my kids end up going to Clemson, you know, I can kind of share this whole experience with them as well. So I think that's something that's kind of unique about Clemson and something you can look forward to if you do come here. Yeah, that's really cool. I've never so rings. I'm I never really knew they were a thing in college, to be honest, like Mm -hmm. the college ring, whatever it was. And I have seen like pictures and everything from like Clemson's thing. And it always looked really cool. So that would Uh definitely be a unique thing to your school. That would be awesome to see in person and everything. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Thank you so much for joining me today. And for everyone listening, thank you for listening to this week's episode with me, Lexi Duda, your host and my guest. Anna. So be sure to follow both of us on social media. Anna is at Anna White with two H's. And then you can also follow the Clemson Tiger Twirlers and feature twirlers at CU Tiger Twirlers, me at Lexi underscore Duda. And don't forget at On a Water Break. That's all for this week's episode for On a Water Break in (laughs) Rhinestones. Until next time. (laughs) 